This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. We thank you for the opportunity, the privilege we have to be gathered in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, in the presence of your Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who is here to do your will for our lives, who is here to give to our lives what you have purposed. Holy Spirit, we thank you for always being there as our helper, as our comforter, as our teacher, as our guide. We acknowledge your presence with us at this moment, and we ask that our God, through you, would minister to us his blessing. May our lives be blessed. Cause miracles, healings, and great things to be done in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. You are welcome to our special Thanksgiving service, family Thanksgiving service. And for those of us who are at the other locations, and that is Orchards and uh, Oliven, I believe you are all welcome. I hope to be able to see you one day as you are seeing me. Amen. But I believe you are there, and I thank God for the blessing of being able to worship him and to praise his name. For those of you from, who are visiting us for the first time, this is Lighthouse Chapel International. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came to die for our sins and through whom we have an opportunity to be reconciled to our God who created us. Amen. Amen. Just in case you ask, why do we have to be reconciled to our God who created us? The reason is that through the sin of the first creation, that is man, Adam and Eve, we were separated from God. So God, in his wisdom, decided that he himself would come and die because he has power over death. We did not have power over death. He has power over death. So he took our place and he died and rose again. And therefore, anyone who believes or receives him, that person has the privilege of enjoying the benefit of his works. So your receiving of Jesus Christ as 
your Lord and Savior, believing him as a son of God who came to die, grants you access to the provisions that he has made in his death. In other words, it grants you the freedom or the ticket to be free because he has paid the price already. Hallelujah. It also grants you through his blood the power to be cleansed from the guilt of sin and to give you a reason to approach God in all boldness and free as if you never did anything wrong. Hallelujah. What a great and what a beautiful Savior we have. Hallelujah. And so this morning we are gathered to give thanks to God. Because all these things was made possible by God. I said all this was made possible by God. And so if you haven't received Jesus as your savior, then it is an opportunity to do that. Because your reunion with God is the beginning of your happiness. It's the beginning of your joy. It's the beginning of your peace. Because you see, you may not have peace with me. Are you with me? You may not have peace with me. But it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything, no matter who I am. Not being at peace with me doesn't mean anything. And the reason why it doesn't mean anything is that you can just take a decision to avoid wherever I am. I, I hope you understand it. So not having peace with me means nothing. It means nothing. I mean, it shouldn't stress you. Even if I, I'm the one who pays you, you just change jobs. Even if I own the whole country, you just relocate to another country. <laughs> but you see, not having peace with God is a big problem. It's a big problem. Because where would you relocate to? What can you do to avoid him? Not having peace with God means that you can run, but you can't hide. That's what David understood. That even if I go to hell and decide to set up my residence there, even there you are there with me. So I can't hide from you. And therefore, it is important for us to have peace with God. And we do have that through the blood of Jesus Christ. Because by his death and the shedding of his blood, he has made peace for us, between us and our God. That is why we can come back to God and still call God Abba Father. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. It's a blessing. And you know, the Bible instructs us in many places 
to give thanks to the Lord. In Psalm 30, verse 4, it tells us to give thanks to the Lord. Psalm 30, verse 4. It says, sing. No, no, please give me King James. It says, sing. All ye saints, sing unto the Lord, all ye saints of his, and give him thanks, or give thanks to him at the remembrance of his holy name. In other words, at the remembrance of who he is. But you see, the Bible commands us in many places in many places, even Jesus himself expected the ten lepers he cleansed, he expected them to give thanks. Are you with me? So when they didn't come and only one came, he asked, where are the nine? He asked, where are the nine? Hallelujah. So today, I have a duty as a pastor to help you to have a reason. There are reasons. Do you get it? There are reasons. Plenty of reasons. Just even to be able to breathe. The breath you have, the ability for your body to function, for you to be alive is the gift of God. Do you get it? So that alone is enough to give thanks. Do you get it? That alone is enough to give thanks, but that's not what I'm talking, I'm going to talk about today. I just want to draw your attention to something very small and I'll be done with the service. Amen. Now, so You see, when you become, or let me put it this way, people become very thankful when they realize what has been done for them. When people are able to understand, are able to comprehend or appreciate, I mean, see what has been done for them. They are always very thankful. They are very, very thankful. No matter what it is, people generally, generally are thankful. Even if at the time of whatever it is that was being done was a difficult or it was uncomfortable, when the instruction or the guidance has borne fruit, they are able to look back and say, I am here because of this instruction. And if they are correct, they will be thankful. So sometimes people are not thankful because they don't recognize or are not able to see how a simple instruction has led to one thing, to the other, 
and has brought them this far. Oh, yes, yes. Just a simple instruction. Do this. Do this. You see, you see, the testimony our sister gave is not the testimony. You see, for me, the amazing part is not the job that she got. It's not the job that she got. The amazing part is the encouragement to go and ask that she starts the job not in June, but seven months later. Because, listen, listen, you see, you don't understand the testimony. You don't understand. You didn't understand it. You didn't understand the great miracle that is there in that. You see, when people or when employers do an interview for a post, they want the post to be filled. And there and there. So how, how is it that, and often you are not the only candidate. So how is it that when they have taken you, then you, you come and tell them when you want to start. They tell you when to start. You don't tell them when to start. So when you have somebody that encourages you to do the unthinkable, and you do it and they agree, you must be thankful, first of all, to the God who made it possible, and be thankful to the person who actually encouraged you. Because on your own, you would not have done it. But normally, you see, because people don't understand or they can't see what has been done for them, they are not thankful. So this morning, I want to talk on the subject of love, not in terms of what is love and everything, but I want to draw your attention to something. I want to draw your attention to something. And I hope you will see it. You see, in this world and in this life, majority of human beings' problem has to do with love that was not there, that they wished for. Let me say, I wish I could speak uh, uh, Zulu. I'd have said it in Zulu. You see, majority of the problems of humanity. In other words, majority of the difficulties human beings encounter in this life is when you go to the root cause is love that was not there. That should have been there. In, in other words, in other words, Love is very significant or very important for the well-being of the human being. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start. Ochas, are you there? I, I wish I could get examples from them. And Oliver. Now, listen. Let, let, let's look at it carefully. Let's start. A child. Why do some children grow up to be very wayward 
and other children grow up very correct, very confident. That's the first thing. Most of the children and the, the, like children, people who grow up to be molesters, I mean, brutal, wicked people, and it's, just, it's love that is gone wrong or love that is absent. Oh, yes. It's not because they are not human beings or they were not created properly. No. They have two eyes. Everything was fine. It is love that was not there. That should have been there. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody that grows up, those that are content, those that are secure in themselves, is because they had, they, they had love. They felt it. They, they felt accepted where they wanted to be accepted or where they should be accepted. That's one of, it's a, it's a root cause of many problems. A very antisocial behavior. The, the person is fighting, is fighting inside. They don't, you see, I don't know how to say it. But you understand what I'm talking about. You see, a lady who is almost available everywhere. And at anything. It's not that they want to be available. But you see, it's because they are looking for something called love that was not there. A man who cannot handle a woman well, but always the slightest thing, beating, abusing, and all those things, is because they were not loved and therefore are not able to love themselves. How can they love you when they can't love themselves? Oh, listen, when you check it carefully, all the problems, it stems from this thing. And people look for it in various ways at different places. Yeah, yeah. People look for it in various ways at different places. And that's, that's the basis of almost all our problems. The corruption. Look, the corruption that is in, in, in among humanity is not because people want to get their things. No, it's not. You see, it's because there's something missing. And there's a deception to say that if you have this, it will give you what is missing. Are you here with me? Now, now. And many efforts are made by human beings in search of love. It's disguised. You see, Satan is good. So he has disguised everything. 
Because, listen, think about it. Why would you steal money that is meant for development of so many people's lives just for yourself? And, and you, you use it to buy and to do things so that you will feel that you are the man or you are the woman. And but the bottom line is, is just a missing piece. All the problems, the complexities of the many problems. Now, now, this, you see, the Bible says it, I think, in, in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 30 something. It says, You scheme your way, you maneuver, you, you scheme your way. In search of love. Let me let me look for the verse. Jeremiah two. It's just thirty three or so. I think two thirty three. Jeremiah two thirty three. You can just give me King James. He said, "Why trimest thy way to seek love?" Why trimest? It's like you maneuver. You, you, is it, is it, why do you do that? Is it, therefore, therefore, has thou also taught the wicked ones thy ways? In other words, you see, when you read other translations, it says that the, your skillfulness at maneuvering. To find love. You have become a master to teach wicked people even how to do it. That, that's what the Lord was asking his creation, his chosen people. That how you plot and scheme to win your lovers. And you can understand it now. I'm preaching now, man. You can feel it now. You see, because it's, it's something we are looking for. Now, let me go to the second point. The second point is that what we are looking for is even inferior. It's not, it's not what it actually is. The, you see, the love you are looking for is not, it's, it's almost like it's not pure. Oh, yes. The love we are looking for is not even pure. Why do you think your husband has chosen you? Do, you? do you think if you didn't have certain qualities, he would have chosen you? No, yes, I'm asking you. Oh, yeah. You see, oh, he loved me and he chose me. Uh-uh. It's true, but it's not true. You see, I wish I could say that there was nothing that I wanted in my wife. That's why, I and I still choose her. I wish I could say it. 
But if I say it now, you will find a, a liar priest in action. No, 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 I'm telling you. So, so what I'm trying to say is that the, that love is not pure. It's not pure in that. I'm giving it because of what I can get. Are you understanding what I'm saying now? And this is what we actually scheme for. It's like, it's not pure, but it's okay. We'll manage it like that. It still can work. It still can make us happy. I mean, yesterday I was looking at a bride. That you can see happiness because of the love of a man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can see. And then you can see others also. Who you can see, they wish they could get a similar love of a man like that. And you see, for the love of a man, a woman will give up everything. And even this love is not pure. Oh no, when I say it's not pure, what I'm saying is that it's not of the highest quality. Because the highest quality, it doesn't spoil. It lasts forever, no matter what is happening. But you, you and I can agree that the, our love is very depending on the temperature. Think our love is plastic. Or our love is salt. Or our love is ice. Depending on what happens, it just fizzles out. Oh yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. And this, even as impure as it is, as a low quality, as not eternally durable as it is, we still are thankful and grateful when we can find one. Isn't it? Hello. I said hello. Now, you see, what I'm teaching you, if you understand it, there's something that will change in your life forever. Now, you see, and I'm using you to help you to see you. If you want to learn, always look at yourself and the things you do. And then check your relationship with God. And you, you see, because if I compare you with her, you will say you are not, I mean, she's, I'm not her. But, so I'm comparing you with you. Huh? Then there's no argument. Because you can't say you are not you. You are you. You see, so, so, what it is is that you see, here is what we need, love, whose absence creates a lot of difficulties and problems that we cannot even see the head or tail. 
And we will do everything possible in search of a love that is even not of a quality that can last forever. But we are happy to settle for it. I mean, see a woman who has everything but does not have somebody to, to, to feel loved by that person. They will trade. It's almost like they are not blessed enough because they are looking for love. No matter how a low quality it is, they will pay and give up anything for that love. Now, and, and they will always be very thankful. You know, see a woman who feels loved by the husband or see a husband who feels loved by the wife. They'll be very thankful to God. You see, in their, even in the freshness of their skin, there'll be no pimples. I mean, when you see it, you can, you can, you don't need anybody to tell you. You can feel it. That there is, this person has the love of a man. Oh, yeah, yeah. My sister, isn't it? Yeah. But all this love is even low. Now, and we are very thankful. I say we are very thankful for it. So my question is, why are we not thankful for God's love for us? So I, I, I compared you with the fact that we all need to be loved to be able to develop well and we will go to any extent to find love even though the quality of it is low even though it's not pure even though it may not last forever why then do we not give thanks to the love of God for us. Why? Now, let me explain to you the love of God for you to see it in a better light. Now, this love of God for us number one is pure why why because it's able to reach out to what is useless to him. The love of God is able to reach out 
to what is useless to him. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm, I explained to you at the beginning. That my love for my wife is not pure. Because if she was of a certain character, I would not give her my love. And I would not have chosen her. I chose her when I saw her I saw something in her that I like that was nice to me and I went after it and I have kept it for 28 years do, do, do you get it now what I'm trying to say is that my love my love my, the love that I have does not go to a person that I have nothing to gain from. That's what I want you to understand. And so is you. Yeah. But not so with God. His love goes very far. That's why a songwriter says, God's love is so wonderful. You can't get around it. You can't get below it. And you can't get above it. Because it loves what he has no benefit for. Let me ask you a question. Of what use are you to God? Think about it. Of what use are you to God? Yet the Bible tells us, for God so loved the world. He loved us. And that is what Paul explains. That God's love for us is a love that you can be assured of. That is not subject to your anything. But it's, it, the quality of it does not need anything from you for it to function. And that's why he said in Romans chapter 5, whilst we were yet sinners, whilst we were enemies of God, Whilst he could, because he, you see, God is holy. So a place where there's sin is no, of no benefit to him. And therefore a sinner is of no benefit to God. Yeah. A sinner cannot be in his presence. So how would a sinner be of benefit to God? But the Bible says, whilst we were yet sinners, he still loved us. He still loved us. Now, you see, so I'm helping you to see that if you can give thanks and be happy and be excited about what is, what is fake, what is, not, what is not quality, then why are we, or what is making us not to be so excited about the real, genuine love 
Because I tell you, a woman will do anything for a man if she can perceive and feel that this man loves me. Unless she's a witch. I mean, that's another class. But by and large, listen, by and large, a woman will do anything. And likewise, the other side. When a, a man loves a woman, they can easily sell the whole city. Oh, yes, yes. Are, are you with me? So, what I'm trying to say is that why is it that we hold back in thanking God, in expressing the same joy and happiness and thankfulness to God? For giving us a love that is unparalleled in quality. The love of God is not subject to sunshine. Neither is it subject to rain. Neither is it subject to any heat or to any situation. His love for us does not change according to the situation. How do I know? Who? Oh, I know. Apart from me, myself, as an example, knowing how God loves me in spite of what I do or what I don't do. When I look at the Israelites, every time I read the Old Testament and I look at his dealings with the Israelites, his, the Jews, the, I mean the nation Israel and all his dealings, I realize that this God must love them. It's, it's like they could do nothing. There was nothing they could do that would change his love for them. He'll be so angry talking about how he's going to destroy them. Then the next moment, he's talking about how he will build them and make his glory to reflect on them. I say, ah, what's wrong with you? If you're angry with them, just finish them off. No. That's, you see, that's, that's my love. His love does not finish off things. No matter what they do. Now, this is the love that we have of him. So why are we not giving him thanks? Is it because we don't understand? Oh, yes. It's because either we don't understand or we cannot appreciate it or are deceived by other issues of life. Because, you see, if, if we were to really see and understand and receive the love of God, we will not go in search of love elsewhere. That is no love. I said, if we were to truly understand it, many of our journeys and many of our heartaches and our cries will cease immediately. A young boy can perceive how much God loves him. He will not go seeking love from friends, acceptance from friends 
who would lead him to now start doing drugs and all the stupid things you can think of? Oh, yes. The only reason is that we don't know. We don't appreciate. We don't understand. So we don't come back to give thanks and to be grateful and to be joyful to our God. That this is the love with which you have loved me. He says somewhere, I have loved you with an everlasting love. A love that is not temporary. A love that survives and, I, I, I mean, stands in spite of anything. This is a love wherewith God has loved us. We say, for God so loved the world. But we don't think about what quality of love he has loved us. And he has loved a people. You see, the quality, it works even when there's nothing to benefit. And that, that reflects the purity. The other component is the duration. It's an everlasting love. A love that doesn't change with the seasons. I mean, how many men, how many women do you know they tell their husbands, I love you, I love you. Then after three years, they start saying, go away, I don't want you again. Hello. I said, hello. One lady told me or said to my hearing, I'm privileged to be chosen and be loved by this person. Some few years down the line, the same person is saying, I'm tired, I can't stay with this person anymore. Or what's this? What's this? What's this? But you see, God never says he's tired. He can't stay with you anymore. No, no. He loves us so much that he sent Jesus die for them. They don't have to do anything for me to decide whether I'm not waiting I'm not waiting for them to start changing before I decide to give them parole. No, just as they are die for them. And whenever they are ready to come to me, I will accept them. This is what God did. You see, when people are put in prison, their behavior and other things is used to assess whether they can come out or not. But not so with God. As a sinner as you are, as insulting as you may be insulting God and rejecting him, he still says, I love you. Jesus died for them. Don't only die for them. Everyone who accepts you, give him our spirit to stay with them. 
That is why the Bible says, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13 verse 5. Listen, it is on this note I encourage you and me to every day give thanks to the Lord, praising his holy name. Let us not allow simple situations that are so changeable to make us ungrateful to God. Reason, because he has loved us with the highest quality of love. And he has loved us with the longest lasting of love. In John 15, I think 14, 15, it says, Greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friend. But what did Jesus do? Jesus laid down his life, not for his friends, but for his enemies. It is a good reason to give thanks to the Lord. And I want us to rise to our feet. And in a prayerful environment, think about what I have said. You see, most of us don't receive what has been provided for our lives because we don't think about things. And you see, most of us will value the love of a man or a woman than the love of God because of the effect of the love of man on our flesh. But the true effect of love is on our soul. And if you were to think of God's love and to look at it carefully, your soul can only do one thing, but to rejoice. Oh, yes. The difference between the love of God and the love of man or a woman. As I said, when we are adults, is the effect of the love of man on our flesh. But you see, when you think of the love of a parent to a child, it's not to their flesh. It's not to their flesh. It's to their soul. And it is the effect of love on the soul that makes a person either develop well or not well. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. 
Because most of us feel that God's love, we can't experience it. But it's because we don't think about it. And it's because we have, we have, we have reallocated what love is to things that affect the flesh. But a father, I mean, a mother and a child, the love that the children feel is not expressed in their flesh. It's not in kisses and romance. Those ones, animals do it. So, so, so one of the things we need to do to help us to appreciate the love of God is to redefine or dissociate the fleshly interactions that occur in our moments of happiness from the true love because the true love is the one that affects your soul and most women respond to the love of a man by offering their flesh yeah, I, I once had a camp and I was talking to young ladies, I mean students, and they said, oh, I asked them, when you were not born again and you were having sex, what do you think we are doing? And about 90% of the ladies said, oh, we were expressing our love for the guy. And meanwhile, the guy, the guys said they were just having fun. Yeah, yeah. So listen, listen. Let's not confuse. I said, let's not confuse what real love is. And I'm here to tell you that God has given us a love that is higher than any other love in purity. In purity, in terms of in quality. That with God's love, you don't need to have anything that he benefits from. For, 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 for that love to come to you. With man's love, if a man's love is coming to you, be it a human. When I say man, a human being's love is coming to you. It's because of the benefit that they will get. That's why we don't love everybody that we are supposed to love. God's love has no end. It's everlasting. I think it's one of this, uh, uh, either Jeremiah or so, he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I think Jeremiah 32, 30, 31, 3. Yeah, 31, 3. He said, I have loved you. You see, he was talking to the Israelites. He says, I have loved you with a love that is not temporary but is everlasting this is a love that god has loved us with and it is for us to think about it and once we start thinking about it once we start understanding it it will shape our 
so i mean it will it will actually strengthen our soul in other words your joy your 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 inner peace your your even the efforts to you make trying to 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 be loved by somebody trying to be accepted by somebody who sees who sees because you'll be settled in yourself that with an everlasting love and with the love that is pure you have been loved by god and you will give him thanks it's going to you see it's going to lead to a series of wisdom and wise steps in your life that will bring prosperity in your life the way you never thought of i'm telling you time will not allow me to go into details to explain but you see when you are settled in yourself of how much God loves you and what it means to you and it begins to work on your soul which is made up of your mind your emotions and your will oh you are going to be a totally different person your decisions your wisdom that oh it will be different it, the choices you make you say why why this what for I'm loved already I don't need anything I'm loved by a God who is above all and I tell you your the steps of your life you, you, depression will not be your story. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the things that happens to people, or one of the things that happen for people to make bad choices is when they are down. They are down. They are, they are, they are down emotionally. Most people make bad choices when they are down emotionally. Most people make bad choices when, when th- there's... there's an unsettlement in their soul, not in their flesh. But God may not love, or the love of God may not have a fleshly manifestation, but it has a manifestation where you need it. And that is your soul. And that is your soul. If you think about it carefully, I said, if you think about it carefully, you will walk and live in a very beautiful way. And his glory will manifest in your life because you will be full of thanksgiving. I said, you'll be full of thanksgiving. And the blessing of thanksgiving would manifest in your life. Oh, yes. Because one of the blessings of thanksgiving is you tend to have the presence of God with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you don't give thanks, God's presence is not with you. But when you give him thanks, you invite his presence with you. Because in giving him thanks, you say and express the right thing. And that brings his presence with you. You don't, you, you see, you can't complain when you are giving thanks. The two are mutually exclusive events. So I want us to rise to our feet and prayerfully give thanks to the Lord. Do you want to, you want to do that? Let's be on our feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh. Give us one of your beautiful, thankful songs. I don't know, just softly and gently. 
the, the one of this. I don't know, you sang many nights. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for choosing me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Lift up your voice and thank you. Father, we thank you. Oh, what a love that you have loved to call us his sons and daughters precious in his sight oh yes this is the love that God has loved us greater love this world has never seen no when he hung on the tree he was not dying for his friends he was dying for sinners he was dying for his enemies he was dying for people that didn't like him Lift up your voice and thank him. Thank him for choosing you. For loving you just when you are. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Lord, you died for me forever. My praise will go to thee, oh God. Oh, yes. Thank you for choosing me. Patient and humble and kind. Very kind, very gentle. It's greater than all my sins. It always protects it protects and me. trusts and hopes and will have no Trust that way. It's your love that lifted me up from the dead. Thank you. Set my feet on the solid ground. With a fair place to stand, Lord, I always will trust in your loving hand. Oh, God. Oh, thank you for loving. Thank you for loving me. When on the cross you made history, Lord, you died for me forever. My praise will go to thee, oh, child and pay your name oh jesus i will never cease to sing your praise how high how long how high how deep how endless is your Thank you for loving me. 
loving me just as I am. When on the cross you made history, Lord, you died for me forever. My praise will go to thee, oh God. Thank you for choosing me to be your child and bear your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lift up your voice and thank him. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. You loved me. When I did not even love myself, when I did not even know myself. I give you thanks, I give you praise. Give thanks with a grateful heart. With a grateful give heart. Give thanks oh, to, to the, Holy, the One. Holy One. Give thanks because it's given Jesus Christ, His Son. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give I give thanks to you with a heart of gratitude. Give thanks because you have given me love to the whole that is above everything else. Give thanks because it's given Jesus Christ. I can now say Pastor, I want this love that God has for me. I want to receive the love of God by receiving Jesus Christ who came to die for my sins. To express God's love for me. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. As every head is bowed and every eye closed 
You want to say, Pastor, I want this love of God by receiving Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I am a sinner and I have not received Jesus as my Savior. But today, I want to do that. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your right hand. Let your right hand go up as I pray with you. Because you have been going to look for love. The reason why many of the problems of your life is present is because you are looking for love. But this love God has for you in a pure and higher form but you need to receive it by receiving Jesus as his son. Lift up your hands, let me pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, I'm done searching for love at the wrong places. I've come to Jesus, I've come to God to receive Jesus, his love for me. Lift up your right hand, let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lift it up high so that I can pray with you. Thank you. Yes, Lord, I see the hands that are lifted up. I pray for them, Lord, that it is not just a hand that is lifted up, but it shall become a heart that is changed. It shall become a spirit that is born again. It shall become a life that manifests your presence and your contribution. Thank you for deliverance from the power of darkness. You lifted up your hands. I want you to come. Let me pray with you. Come. Come. No clapping. Just come. 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 Just come. Come on to Jesus. Give him. Give him your Congregation joining us, we pray together. Heavenly Father, just those of you standing in front here, I wanted to say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my life. And I thank you for your patience. Thank you for loving me and giving me this opportunity to be able to come to you just as I am. I have lived my own life and done things in my own way according to my wisdom. But today, 
I come to you as my father. And I ask you to take control of my life and to guide it. I receive Jesus Christ as your son who came on earth to die for my sins. He rose again on the third day seated at your right hand by this prayer Jesus Jesus I receive you as my savior in my heart with my mouth I confess you as my Lord I ask of you the baptism of the Holy Spirit as your precious blood will cleanse me of all my sins and cause me to have forgiveness and therefore have peace with God. I pray this prayer through faith in your name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit for the wonderful work in my life today. Amen. Father, I pray for these precious souls. Let your hand rest upon them and do in their lives your great miracles. Let them be a living testimony that you are God from beginning to the end. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.